Two Queer Arabs is a podcast that focuses on what it means to be queer, Arab, political, and finds comedy in all the seriousness. Welcome to Two Queer Arabs. We're back. Here's our update. Kind of a recap of season one, what we're thinking. So if um, you're listening, you can hear what the fuck we think about our own podcast. Well, I think hopefully it's more than that because obviously we think it's awesome. Well, you think it's awesome, Jude? Tell me why you think our, our podcast is awesome. Uh, I, just, I think it's like awesome and great in the sense that we did it for a year. <laughs> that we, we got through a year. That is the awesome part that we actually stuck with it. <laughs> yeah. Tell me more. I just have issues with consistency in my life. And, you know, you you had some hard times. You went through some lots of changes in your life. I've had lots of changes and things going on in my life. And some of which was made public in our, in our conversations and most of which wasn't. And, um, yeah. And we still showed up and hung out with folks on air is what you're saying. No, I mean, we, more than that, we, we, we prepared for it. We thought about it. I just very proud of the people we had on. Yeah, I think everyone we had on was, I guess I just feel like really like contributed to like teaching and something and sharing something that would be of interest and of use to others. So it didn't set out to be an educational podcast, but here we are. I'm proud. I'm happy. (laughs) I mean, I think the origins of this podcast it's a TED talk that's guerrilla style taken over by two queers. That's how you would describe us? A TED talk that's been taken over guerrilla style by two queers? I love that review of us. I mean, it is from one of us, so I don't know how um, how much power that, that has. Well, I think the the interesting thing about this, the where we ended up with our one-year anniversary of our podcast is that When we started talking about doing a podcast together, we weren't thinking about let's like educate people on topics we find important or let's reach the global community with our ridiculousness. We never talked about any of that or even thought about that. And and for me, I always thought, for me, I always saw it as I missed you as my friend. And we didn't talk often because we lived in different places and life got crazy. But every time we were on the phone together, it was fucking ridiculous. And, and I thought who wouldn't want to listen to that. Right. And so we started. Most people actually, most people actually clearly (laughs) we've proven that one, right. Because we're being listened to in nearly 50 countries. I still still don't believe it. I think people are spying on us and are going to soon like, Totally. Issue a fu- issue a because, homoph- because they're they're in the closet. <laughs> they're in the closet. So they're pretending they're hating, but they're loving every fucking minute. But that for me is the best part about this podcast is that I literally came to it with I just miss my friend and I want to talk to my friend more. And if we do this, we're we're be we're accountable to each other to just talk to each other. And then we get to pull in random people that we love and we love their work. And 
they're part of our community in some way. And that was just like, what the fuck happened? You know, how the hell? I'm just surprised that like when I look at our stats and I'm like, really? I mean, some countries that um, I would have never guessed there's somebody listening to us. And I'm looking and I'm like, what? We got that country now? That's fucking nuts. Just because I was missing my friend, you know? And we turned into this like 10 episodes of really fucking cool people. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, thank you. That's, that's so sweet. I don't, I, it's funny. Cause like, you know, I just, I've just like inertia rules me often. And it's like, I was like, well, having a podcast is a great idea that will not be made possible because I will inevitably not care enough to make it possible, but care enough. And now that it's happened really and, and care about it and, and want it to grow and, and respect it. But like, you know, I, I'm just like, pretty bad at follow through often and this was one one constant and the constant was so good because a lot of it was in the case of the people I knew um catching up with them you know kind of like I saw them at a party and we had a good conversation we went to the bedroom for non-sexual reasons uh (laughs) and like had a conversation you know and and maybe there was some flirting involved because that's what you do at parties um so yeah I, there was I a little there was some flirting involved in I think some of the episodes but that's exactly I think what what the vibe is with this podcast right it's like being a fly on the wall of like someone else's yeah, conversation exactly. <laughs> we actually started talking about this podcast before the pandemic way before COVID and, started yeah and like, we just like a year a year a year and a half even that I remember specifically talking with you and I said listen let me go through this pregnancy because it was hell and I was sick the whole time let me have this baby and then I'm on parental leave from the college I work at I said I'm going to be on leave it's going to be the perfect time to start a podcast the point is is that I thought that I was a light at the end of the tunnel during my parental leave yeah and about a month into parental leave we went on lockdown for COVID and so I was like fuck now I have the baby home and my four-year-old was that before our first episode or after? I don't know. That was, yeah, that was in the planning stage. Right. right. That We're talking, we're talking March of 2020. Our first show was in September. You know, no one cares no, about, no, I don't think anyone cares about this level of detail, FYI. <laughs> I think everyone cares because we were supposed no. to be doing this no. a lot sooner and we couldn't because of COVID. So uh-huh. it actually looked like we did this because COVID was there and we were, you know, had nothing to do. But the reality is we got backed up because of COVID in doing this. And we really were going to do some crazier shit. Remember when you were in Chick-fil-A and there was that young girl? I told you, and- I don't like to tell people I go to Chick-fil-A. But yes, she's a friend of mine on Instagram to this day. She's cool. Dude, that was like a conversation of you and I were having on the phone and then you're at Chick-fil-A and then all of a sudden we're talking with this person that works there on the phone. And I'm like, yeah, that's what, that's going to be the vibe of our podcast. I hope we just continue to do what we do. And then also like, you know, build on, on, on that. And, and maybe one day we'll have some like interesting segments, semi-regular or regular segments that we do. And season two, you're, you want to do something a little different than we've done. No, just, just build on what we have. Like, you know, like, um, I also want to commit to like interrupting less next year myself for sure. (laughs) 
Listen, I could say that, that I want to do that, but I don't no, you know. Should, you should try. I, but I don't trust myself. And I try not to say, like, put things well, out there that I feel it. like I'll fail at. Then work on it. Then get better at it. I could put the atten- intention out. We should. So we're going to put the intention out that we're going to give our guests a little more space. Is that what we're saying? Is that's what we're demanding, i.e. what I'm saying and demanding. Yes. I mean, because because be listen, it's a richer it's a richer conversation because like, you know, like in real life, like I said, we're at a party. One person might go to the bathroom or someone might nod off because they smoke too much weed or whatever. Or, or someone else might go get a drink or someone else might like get distracted and start looking at someone cutely dressed or whatever. Point is, there's like place for like the words that sometimes just kind of like fall and spill and let that happen and kind of see where it goes. And then, you know, it doesn't always have to be like that, but give that a whirl a few times. Okay. I see what you're saying. So if we're at a party scenario, I'll assume I have a drink in my hand. Um, because well, I'm, you really want to stick to this metaphor. Okay. Yeah. I'm totally there <laughs> because if, listen, let's be real. If you and I are at a party, it is ridiculous. And we're probably talking to each other maybe for like a few minutes and then we're both holding court somewhere else. <laughs> You're well, like yeah. It's stoned. like hanging out with each of us separate from one another. Yeah. That's basically being at a party. I'm, as I drink more, I'm louder and more obnoxious. Anyone who's ever um, been to a party with me where I drink. I own that shit. I own that shit. Yeah, you should. Um, I mean, is it is am I am I truthful? Do you even remember what it's like to be around me at a party? I don't, but I presume it's a lot like when I'm just with you in person. Oh, I don't know. That's exactly why we did this podcast. It's because I can't even remember what it's like to be at a party with you. But I can say, can we just can we just bring it back to like. So I started by saying we did this podcast because I missed you as my friend. But I think it goes even further back that, like, not only are you a good friend of mine, but we have some of the best fucking friend stories that I could actually ever say about. I'm not going to go into the details because, you know, we're still somewhat respectable people. But all I'm going to say is you're the only person I've ever hung out with, partied with, and then had strangers try to pay us for no reason. We were not trying. We were oh, not selling the- anything. Are you talking about the pizza boy? Uh, the guy in the pizza place who yeah, was giving us money. Yeah, pizza He's boy. trying to buy us pizza, too. That's how it started, he, I think. He, he bought us pizza, and he started giving us straight-up money at the end of the night. It was like 2, 3 I in the was- morning in New York City. I must have. I must have had a job at that point because... At this point, I would have been like, yes, let us walk to your bank right now. But <laughs> that kid would have fucking cleared his bank for us. I don't know what the he hell was have. going on. He thought we were just really great. I don't know. I don't even. He was I think drunk. we were just. Yeah, so were we. Well, but I and I don't drink anymore, but he, he was drunk. So. Yeah, but you were drinking that night. And and you and I like stumbled right, into that was, place at the end of the night. He was most definitely very drunk. Yeah, we were at Nowhere Bar, which is a great queer bar, uh, in um, in in New York City, um, Street. not too far from NYU, not too far from Union Square. 
Um, I fucking love that place. Is that place still there? I mean, I haven't fucking gone out in eight yeah. years. But I love that place. I don't actually, every, that place you used to go to so often that one time I went there with other people and ran into you there. That's that was my, that was my, that there. was like my, that was my jam for a while. And then I, I used fucking to go, love that place. I used to go to beauty bar as well. Across the street. Yeah. You know, one time when we were in Nowhere Bar, do you remember making out with somebody on my lap with this I guy that we met there? Oh, the, the guy who, the gay guy. I don't know. We were, again, no, having a few. He was gay. And all he of a sudden, gay. you and him started making out. I think he was gay. It's this man who was gay, identified. And he, but he was like really attracted to me. And I think he, I think he was like, oh, I wish you were a boy or something. And then I was like, I'll be your boy. And then like that got him all turned. And, and then, and then he was cute enough, good looking enough. And I was in a good mood enough or manic mood or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, we started making out and then you like freaked out about it. And that made me, that made me laugh. I did a lot of, I did a lot of stupid things while drinking. I do a lot of stupid things sober. So I'm bound to do even dumber things. Was it that stupid? I mean, making out with somebody is what you're supposed to do. No, I'm not like stupid in the sense that like, I don't even like recall really like wanting to do that. It's, I just always remember our friendship friendship as epitomized by how you didn't judge me for making you help me steal a roommate's housemate's car who wasn't home during the Christmas holiday season and and then go to a house, can't get the couch or get the couch and then have to return the couch. Anyways, point is, and you were just laughing. You were not upset. And it was just most people would have been like, but for you and my friend Suze, everyone else I think would just be just like probably friend breakup at that point. Like, what is wrong with you? You're a nut job. Dude, I thought it was the, I mean, I felt like I laughed that entire session, which basically you stole your roommate's truck when everyone was at Christmas because it was Christmas. Well, listen, and neither of us were celebrating. And we went to your Williamsburg apartment families were going with presents to visit and you and I it's still funny are literally trying to take this gigantic couch down the stairwell on Christmas Eve I know it wasn't Christmas Eve it was Christmas it Day was, I, was it Christmas Day or Christmas it, it was, was no it, it was Christmas was, Day it, I remember people literally trying to get past us to go to their family members' apartments and couldn't get past us with their presents because you and I were determined to get this fucking couch to that, it to was that stuck. stolen truck to get it to the way you were staying only for a few days later for you to have to return the, <laughs> return the couch. <laughs> I don't even remember why I had to return it. I just remember I had to return it. <laughs> it took us all night to get it. So bad. It was the funniest thing I ever experienced. But I mean, I didn't have shit to do on Christmas, and neither did you. So, I just want you to know that I'm literally crying, laughing right now, just thinking about that that evening. So, anyone who would stop being friends with you because of that doesn't know what fun is. Because for me, that was like <laughs> hilarious. Because you didn't even prep me. You were just like, I come over and you're like, hey, I need to go get this couch. <laughs> I'm like, deal. I'm with you. Let's do this. Well, I mean, it's true. It was the timing and I needed it. And you were there ready to help without question. And I appreciated you just got down in the in the trench. I liked it. 
Oh my god, I still picture it. It's hilarious. And what happened to that couch? Where the fuck's the couch now? Oh, did you forget to tell people that that was a sixth floor walk up on some <laughs> janky marble steps? Ah, uh, the stories we have. This is another reason why I feel like the pandemic has been so hard because it's hard to make stories with folks when you're so separated, right? Like that's what it's all about for me. It's like being with friends and making ridiculous stories to like laugh about when we're elderly, like now. Um, and you it's, mean, it's really hard. But you can you can have memories in any type of interaction. Yeah, but stories. I'm talking about stories, like doing crazy shit. Have you ever no, seen it was like, very deep. The, it was very deep. Before before sunrise, have you seen it? That trilogy is like my fucking favorite ever. I love it. I'm like the worst. Well, the last one is the worst. The last one is like, know, it's so why real. bother even get with this person if you're going to start hating them and then divorce them or want to divorce they, them? Well, here they they did that last one so long after that you didn't know. That no, that it worked. Happened. That it worked. It was believable. You know, it was it was. I fucking seriously before sunrise it was always one of my favorite films and I feel like anyone who knows me well realizes that I I try to live my life like a movie like I want there to be stories that you can tell later like now right and that was always something beautiful that that movie for me like just meeting a stranger and connecting I mean I've done that a few times with people Um, are you trying to curate your life I don't, I don't force it. It just, I just kind of move in. Like if something's happening, I don't push away from it. I just lean into it. And I think yeah. sometimes when there's something happening, there's an instinct to be like, that doesn't seem safe or that's risky or, you know, or a lot of people, oh, that's you, you know, especially with romance, right? Everyone wants to protect their heart. I'm kind of the person where like, here's my heart. And then later I'm destroyed emotionally but i have a beautiful fucking story i feel like every ex of mine has a our our intro as a couple or even just lovers it's always a fucking crazy story because i just lean right into that shit so i don't curate it i just don't i'm not protecting myself i guess but it's fucking fun dude I mean, every fucking, every, every romance I've ever had has been a story. Nothing has been just like meeting someone at school and dating. But isn't everything a story? Yeah, but some are boring stories that you will never tell again. They're all stories. And I think they're all good. They're only not good if the people are boring. I don't know. I like the kind of stories like we met and then we like spent all night walking around this foreign city together I mean, kind of before sunrise, I've had an experience like this. And then, like, had this whirlwind romance and then left each other in the world. And then, you know, and then it goes to shit, right? Because now we have the internet. Here's where before sunrise worked. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have fucking social media. So they just left the story. My problem is is I never left the story. They weren't stalking and liking each other for, like, two years after. And then ten years later, like, who's that person? Or like trying to make it work long distance and like that it like the story gets overridden of the reality, which is like drama because that's what happens when people are in their 20s like them. Um, but yeah. that's why that is was such a beautiful story. It's because they left it as 
as a memory, right? If we would just leave shit, like if I left half my experiences as like, that was beautiful, yalla bye, it would have been fucking beautiful. I, I, I still do that. I still do that. I try to do that. And I actually, it's like why I believe in ghosting sometimes now. I don't want to like, ghost. I want a ghost. I have no fucking willpower to ghost. <laughs> well, it's not a skill. It's a little bit shitty to be able to do. No, it is though. It is a skill because I have wanted to ghost people so many times and I, I, my impulse it's takes it's over. Verbal diarrhea. It's probably, probably one of the reasons I cannot ghost people. I have literally tried like, and like itch, like, ah, get this phone out of my fucking hand. I can't ghost people. If someone texts me, I will be right fucking there texting back. Even if I'm mad at them. Really? Like, fuck you. I swear it's really a problem for me because I really want, I really just want to be like, you know what? You're no good for me. Bye. And I, I, I never, I've never been able to ghost people, which is why I've never had a before sunrise. It's always been like, it's like been the first one and the last one always together. But you're, you're yourself on, on Facebook and Instagram and and your name on this podcast so people can find out a lot about you Mm -hmm. semi-publicly semi-easily yeah there's a lot that could be learned about me from the internets but some things are just uh not shared online so if you anyone out there wants to learn anything about me like a sex tape that somehow (laughs) was taken with your consent back when you didn't know what that that would mean on a porn forum. Listen, anyone at this point in technology has that (laughs) (laughs) records a sex tape. (laughs) You can't assume that it's not going to go somewhere. Come on. It's actually true. It's like, you should just assume it's on at least three to 19 sites. It's, it's not like, it hasn't been done and it's not like Kim Kardashian would be nothing without her sex tape. You should just, people should just not care. It's like, whatever. Like you do a sex tape with your partner. You're saying there, this is my risk. This is where I'm taking the risk. And this is my gamble. No, people are really, they get tricked. They get tricked. Their person's like, I'll never ever show this to anyone. And you really want to believe it. Cause you're like, Oh, they're sweet. They're my baby. This happens to a lot of people. Well, and we're here to tell them, we're here to tell them, all those people, if you're going to do a sex tape with anyone, know that you're taking a risk. Anyway, so moving forward, so our podcast, should... how do you feel about it? So we can wrap I think up. we're done here. Okay, so updates on all of our guests will be on our website. Um, we'll keep it updated as they do more cool shit because we've been... You know, we have a lot of artist friends and they're doing really fucking great things. And so we'll let you guys know what's going on there. Also, we'll start we to do post wanna, parties we and shit hear. that we know about. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Uh, we want to hear. We want to hear from folks what what they, what were some of their favorite moments? What were some of their favorite uh, topics that were discussed? And what were the things that were most interested in them? Maybe something that they didn't know beforehand that they found really intriguing or uh, even funny. 
yeah, let us know. Yeah. It, it's cool. So Thank you for listening us on, and, and ask us some questions. I'd love to know what yeah. you all think. And follow us on social media. We are actually have Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page. So find us on social media, follow us. Let us know what you think about what we're doing here. And can I just also say, you know, I've I've had people reach out to us. You know, we also have a, a an email if you go to our website. And I've had people reach out to us, um, both in person and on online. And it's very clear that what we're doing here, although it started as just whatever, is really some sort of community for people. Like they're connecting with us in in sense of community and. And I think that's really cool because Jude and I are two queer Arabs of so many around the world, and we're really all connected in some way. And um, and so we'll also um, like to know what's going on out in social spaces, so we can put that on our website if people want to know where to party, where to go to the art show, where to you know the film to see, especially from a lot of our guests who are out there doing this work. We want people to support their work um, and also just to keep building our community. Um, so we appreciate everyone listening. Um, I'm still shocked by it, but I also think it's totally cool. I do think people should reach out so that if we're in your city, we can go have drinks because um, I'm all about talking to strangers. So hit me up. What about you, Jude? I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I, I hope you guys listen to us. I hope you like us. I hope you subscribe. If you listen to us on a particular format, um, say Spotify, yeah, follow us or share a, a, an episode that you like to a to a friend. Yeah, just uh, we've heard from 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 some of you, and we'd like to hear from some more of you. So that's all I got to say. I have no shame, but I think to today's update, today's kind of wrap up of season one, I think the coolest part of us sitting down and doing this is that now everyone could hear how we are with, it's just us, like our friendship, how we move from one topic to another. This is actually really naturally us. And so the podcast actually just introduces a new person into our dynamic, which is <laughs> really hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap and yellow bye